I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is the Secret Mum Club. I'm Safina. And I'm Emma. This podcast is a safe space for mums everywhere. A safe space to share our secrets. Because we all have secrets, don't we? And as we know, sharing is caring. You don't even have to tell us who you are. Yeah, you can keep that to yourself. You can be anonymous. And those secrets can be serious or silly. All secrets are welcome in the Secret Mum Club. How's your week been, Soph? It's been a wild week. Yeah? I've had quite a busy week. You have? I have. Well, from what I've been stalking on your Instagram. We love to stalk each other, don't it's we? It's the only way I find out what you're up to, because we're not allowed to text. Can you co- can you see that I'm really concentrating? Because somebody moaned that I always talk over Emma, so now I'm just staring into her soul. <laughs> do, you, do you need to talk? Listen, I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but I really feel overlooked. <laughs> my face on the door. It's my face on the door, baby. Is it, is it, I feel like it's even Stephen. Yeah. I feel like. No, no, you carry on. I want you to tell me though if I talk too much. I will tell you, don't worry. I appreciate it. You'll know about it. Okay, anyway, back to me. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a really luscious week. Yeah. It's been Colb's birthday. Yeah, of course. I turned the big seven. How was that? I feel like it's a really lucky age, number seven. Lucky number seven, yeah. I love seven and eight. They're my lucky numbers. Oh, really? Yes. I feel like this is a good year for him. Yeah. Good lucky number seven. But we had a good time. What did you get up to? We had a celebration for my mum and dad's wedding anniversary. Yeah. Is that 40 years? No, uh, we thought it was, didn't we? Because we were talking about your mum. My mum and dad have just had their 40 years. My mum and dad just have their 39. Oh, doing something big for for the big three nine. Big three nine. It was only like a dinner. Oh, right, we just okay. had a little surprise dinner. Yeah. She wants the Maldives next year. So. Yeah, you're going to have to do something. <laughs> pull, pull it out of the bag for the ruby. <laughs> I've got a year to plan. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was really lovely. We had a little surprise, um, a little surprise lunch for her that nice. my dad had arranged us all to be there. Went to a little tea room, and the cutest thing of all—I did put this on Instagram, so you've probably seen yeah, it. Yeah. But they did babies. I know. Oh, isn't that the most adorable little thing? baby afternoon tea? Oh, it was absolutely adorable. Did the kids I loved love it. it. Yes, they did loved it. Loved it. They did love it. They did loved it. But it was nice because we were outside, but it was hoonying with rain. Oh. But they were so accommodating. They then took us in inside. And they gave us a whole little, like this little cubby hole. They gave us a whole section. Like a little private area. Private, honestly, nice. last minute as well. How stunning was that? I love that. It feels really special when you have yeah. like your own little section. Even when you get like a booth at yeah. a restaurant, I think that always feels nice. You feel nice. fancy as yeah. fuck, don't yeah. you? Like, don't look at us guys. We're, yeah. we're, a, we're kind it's of a big VIP deal. VIP in here. <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> so we had that to celebrate. And then, yeah, we had then had Colby's birthday. So what did you do for the, for the big seven? <laughs> okay. 
this is again confession time. Safe space. Okay. It's yeah, not it's confession hour. It's just yeah. safe space. We're all We're sharing friends. this caring. Yeah. <laughs> so I had this big set idea that I was going to do parties, <laughs> parties this year. I didn't do either. I haven't done either a party. Not given out any. Uh, I don't really know how to work this. <laughs> so I had great intentions to have these really great parties. Okay. I was looking into them. I was going to do them. Like I was fully prepared to have these parties. And I thought, you know what? No, fuck it. <laughs> Neither of them seeing these children again. We're not going back to the same schools, are we? Oh. We're going to completely new schools. Hey, so Colby's going to middle school. Yeah, he's going to a new junior school, somewhere completely different. And Dot is starting a new primary school. New primary school, not with any of the friends that she went to preschool oh. with. So, so you're I, just sacking them all off now. I did. Never going to see them again. Sacked it off. I just thought, <laughs> do you know what? And do you know what? He's got used to the idea that he's not going to see them again. So I was like, why am I going to go and yeah. introduce them back in two weeks into the holiday? Oh, here's the friends you could have had. Yeah. But your mum didn't but let you. But you're never going to see them again. So it's, we did having a party in the summer holidays because yeah. that was obviously always the case for me, me and, and probably you, you as yeah. well so it was always a weird one because yeah. like you'd left school already so you couldn't really like give your invites out nope. a lot of people went on holiday there was no like was busy no time. point really I think that's why I hate having my own parties now I'm probably scarred by no one ever coming to coming. my birthday party because it was in the summer holidays and you've got that with Colby and not with Dottie no she's September well she, but her first day of school is her birthday oh is it yeah so it's really difficult because yeah. it's a bit like now what do I do but I did give Colby the choice so we talked about it and I was like look this is what we could do and he chose to have the day with his cousins nice. so it was just and that's how it has always been and he done all the things that he really wanted to do and he said he had the best birthday so but I think that works out better for you as well to be honest because you don't want 20 sweaty no. boys running around your house so we basically went out to went for a nice walk and then we did some crabbing. We had a picnic. I took a oh. massive picnic out to the park. We had a huge picnic. And then they did some crabbing. And it Sounds was a, great. And he had, they had all day together. He nice. had all day with his cousins and he loved did it. Did catch any crabs? I've never had crabs. Have you had crabs? <laughs> Do you know what? I was thinking this it's the very other day. personal question. Is it? I've never had crabs. Chlamydia? No, I feel like it's very... I've never had an STI. Have Gone you? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Chlamydia is the common Can you, one. Is BV, a, is BV a STI? I don't know what that is. Bacterial vaginosis. <laughs> but you can buy medication for that in the super drugs. I went past it yesterday and I was like, oh, how iconic. They've got BV drugs here. I don't know what that is. What bacterial vaginosis? It's like a thrush. It's a bit like a yeah, smelly fufu. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's not like an STI. I don't know. I don't think I don't so. think I've had an STI. I haven't either. I don't know. I felt like when I used to go to have an STI check, that I always kind of wanted one. <laughs> like when I was younger, like in my <laughs> in my teens. Everyone's got you easily ones. could have got chlamydia. No, I've never had it. That was going around at uni when I was at uni. Was it? Yeah, because they used to do like checks. They used to do screening to make sure wow. that they caught people with it. Because I think it can actually make you infertile. Like it can be <gasps> serious. Oh my God. But that's one of the more common ones. I feel like it's very rare to have had crabs. Let us know <laughs> if you've Is had it? crabs. <laughs> Get in touch. Isn't crabs just like nits for your fufu? Yeah, but I yeah. think that's quite rare. Not Do they actually look like a... I think so, yeah. Not like one that you would get out of the Ocean? Sea. No. What kind of the size like... of it. What, in your fufu? Well, it looks like crabs. <laughs> not, like, not like a big one. But it's still got a resemble looking like a big crab. Yeah, I think it's like... a miniature version. Yeah, but I think it's like a knit size. Stop like it. Like tiny, tiny, tiny. Right, should we Google this? Yeah, or, or again, tonight. like I say, if you've had experience, first-hand experience of this, do let us know. Or any funny stories. You can stay anonymous. 
and I would like to see some pictures <laughs> if you've got any pictures of your crabs zoomed in. <laughs> Have you ever zoomed in on a head lice? That's a whole different party for another day. I feel like this took a turn from this Colby's beautiful lovely day. birthday celebration. So sorry about the STI chat and we're back, back in, in the room. room. Um, what were we saying? Colby had a birthday. Yes. Um, it was very lovely. Wow. We've had just had a really busy time. We've had some family days. Like yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of occasions in a short amount of time. But the weather was beautiful. Mm. We had a couple of days where the weather was great. So I feel like we just embarked on the great weather. It's annoying because I feel like you have like we had two days basically last week when mm. the weather was nice. Then it, it was shit again. Then it was raining again. Do you know what I realised the other day? You know it's been a terrible summer when you haven't shaved your armpits for like two months. Yeah. Sometimes I just challenge myself, how long can I let my underarm hair get? Because if you're not wearing summer clothes, nobody needs to know. I was tanned for such a short amount of time and now it's just gone. It's gone. Maybe we'll have a hot summer. A September, an Indian summer. What did I I say? A hot summer? A hot summer. Yeah, no, summer's summer's gone. Summer is gone. Hot September. But September, yeah, that's nice when you get a nice September, isn't it? You need something to see you through to winter, I think. Yes. You know? Yeah. But any that was that was my week. I feel like there was so much stuff that you know when the, you do too much stuff and you kind of forget. You can't actually remember. Yeah, it. I'm trying to sit here now, looking deep into your soul. Like, <laughs> did you watch my Instagram? Can you tell me what happened? I last have week? been watching your Instagram. There was a lot. I've actually got a question. Oh, hit um, me. which I've been meaning to ask you from watching your Instagram stories. But you're not allowed to text me. Do you, I'm not allowed to text you, so we have to save it for the pod. Um, do you wear fresh pajamas every night? No. I don't, but I wear knickers. Because I feel like every night that you do an Instagram story from bed, you have new pyjamas on. I wear d- jammies two nights. Okay. So some nights I'll push it to three. Depends how hot I've been in the night. I feel like you've always got a fresh pair on. And I'm always looking at you thinking, you're going to think I'm a dirty bitch. Because no. I wear my pyjamas for like a week. Yeah, but I don't get to see you. But yeah, but you, you don't wear them to bed. Well, I take them off when yeah, I get into nudders. bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, w- it wouldn't matter, would it? Because you're only wearing it like a lounge in house clothes. But I think if I was putting it on Instagram for the world to see, I would feel pressure to update them more often because people would be like, you've had those pyjamas on for like six days. I, I just really love fresh pyjamas. Yeah, I do. But I also don't love the amount of laundry that comes with it. I just feel like you must be doing laundry all the time. All the time. I do, that's another part of my Instagram stories. All the time. I do laundry. Constant. All, but I put the babies in fresh pyjamas every night. Oh. Do you put Joseph in the same pajamas? He but he's he'll milky go though, isn't one he? One or two nights with a baby grow. Yeah, so no, I used to change them yeah, every, every even night. when they were babies. Yeah, it normally is every night. To be fair, because he's wearing like a nappy and yeah. stuff. I'm not pissing the bed, so I'm all right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I am. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> if I've had a few drinks, maybe <laughs> just pop up, pop up, pop 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 puppy pad down. Papa puppy, papa puppy pad pop, down. That's fucking. That's so hard to say. Papa papa pup, 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 puppy pad. Papa puppy pup pup. <laughs> what? Am I having? I'm, <laughs> what? Papa puppy papa putty pad. <laughs> Fuck. Get out. Get out my head. Pop a puppy pad down. There we go. Got there in the end. But yes, that was. This is basically a reflection of how my week's been. Yeah. Chaotic. Mm. There was just so much. That I just. Um, can't remember (laughs) so tell me tell me about yours and then something of mine maybe fresh do you know what I get the same thing I feel like I do quite a lot and then I just can never remember what I've been up to but we've had our in-law staying nice so um Stefan had a couple of weeks of work where he needed to go away so over that 
period, we had my mum and dad come and stayed for a week and looked after the baby so that I could still go to work. And then the second week, Stefan's mum and dad came to stay so that I could still go to work. So really grateful, obviously, for the grandparents to be doing the uh, hands-on care. But I tell you what, it's a challenge sharing your house with people when it's normally just me, Stefan, the baby. It's hard to have, yeah, in your space. It's hard to have other people always there. And like doing really helpful things like cooking dinner and, you know, really helping out with like the stuff I normally have to do. Yes. Like thinking of what to have for dinner is the bane of my fucking life. So that was really nice. But you know when someone else is just like using your kitchen yes. and not cleaning up in the right way. And I'm I'm like you, I'm quite particular. So like there were just things that I feel like when it's your parents, you can be a bit more direct. And my family are quite direct. So like if my mum and dad. So you'd be happily just shut them down, like stop fucking doing that. Yeah. Say okay. for example, they kept putting their cup of tea down without a coaster and leaving stains all over my furniture. You know, I would mention that. Is, is that what, what follows them around the house with like a cloth and a bit of sif? It's <laughs> constantly buffering out the kitchen worktops. Get a coaster. <laughs> Use a Take mat. one of these home. Honestly, I've got my secret mum club coaster there. <laughs> Nobody's taking the hint. But when it's your in-laws, it's a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. And I feel like you can't be as direct. Is Stefan being direct with them? Like you're really no. pissing Emma off, stop. No, they're oh. all very, very polite to each other's faces. So I don't, they think, obviously they think I'm very direct and brutal. So I'm trying to- (laughs) I don't know where they got that. (laughs) I'm trying to scale that back a bit, you know, Um, but it's it's hard to be. But you don't come across in like a, you're just, you're very, it's very nice the way you come across. No, you're joking. Everyone thinks I'm extremely aggressive. You're not aggressive to me though. No, but we haven't lived together. (laughs) We're getting married. I feel like if we did, yeah. When I'm your maid of honor. And we moved to France together. Uh, no, I feel like if we do. did share a house, we would get along because we'd be on the same, we're kind of on the same level, I feel like, with I like think cleaning we're both, and stuff. Yeah, but and we're both very, like if something's bothering us, we'll just, just say, say it. it. And not be offended. No. And just move on. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like with Stefan's family, I can't be that no. direct. I kind of have to go around the houses a little bit. But I did call out his dad when he made a, curry with turmeric in it and used all of my wooden utensils so now absolutely everything everything in my kitchen is yellow but you know apart from that how was the curry (laughs) it was delish and I didn't have to think of what to have for dinner that night so I was grateful um it's just very hard isn't it I think everyone can relate to that it's very hard having somebody like the first night's really fun isn't it yeah and then the second night's like oh this is cute we can have another glass of wine in the third night you're like fuck this get out of my house (laughs) it was hard it pissed me off when mum was there as well because Joseph loves my mum like more than me like if she's there he'll choose nanny Um, and me and Stefan had just come back from a wedding where we'd left him again with the in-laws for the yeah. weekend. So he hadn't been around me for a while. So he was a bit pissed off that I'd left him for the weekend for the wedding. And then as soon as we came home, my mum and dad came down to look after him. So he was like, he was playing me basically. Yeah. And he was like cozying up to my mum and being like, nanny, nanny this, nanny And then that. you look at them like you. And I was like, you, normally I'm your number one. Are you mugging me <laughs> off? <laughs> Honestly. He was absolutely, he's so cheeky as well. Like I would look at him and he would literally look away and be like, no, nanny. And like cuddle into my mum. He's played you. He's absolutely played me. Played you like a fiddle. <laughs> but you know what? Once they left, I oh, came crawling back. Obviously. Of course he did. So course I'm back in the number one and you, spot now. And you took him in with open arms, didn't you? Because you're a sucker. You can't, you can't deny them eyes. You can't resist. Like, oh, those eyes in. and those chubby legs. Thank God nanny's gone. Yeah, honestly, I was like, mum, get out, honestly. Don't this fucking is, This come is becoming back. a problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unless you're going to start paying the mortgage. <laughs> and now even when she's gone, he's always asking for nanny. Oh. Where's nanny? Where's nanny? I'm like, forget about nanny. So your sister's little boy then, is he as close to your mum? Yeah, he is, because they live not far away from each other. Three doors down from <gasps> each other. So that's a quite an that's intense close. relationship. Yeah. yeah so that, but the, I think actually, though, because he sees her all the time, he kind of takes her for granted. Yeah. Whereas like when Joseph gets so to see her, gets to oogle her up, it's the excitement. He? Yeah. It's like, nanny's here. And now every time we go to our front door, he's like, nanny, like, is nanny going to be inside? Oh, no, darling, it's the postman. No, like, you can fuck, go with fuck nanny. It's me again now, all right? <laughs> it's mum or bust. Me and you. Survival of the fittest. That's it. I'll take you down. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a lush week, though. It, yeah, it was, you know, highs and lows. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. And now you're back. <laughs> oh, well, I can't even fucking tell you what happened in my week. It's been so fucking high that I've got no idea what the, <laughs> what the fuck happened. What day of the week I've even? It's so high. I can't remember anything. Emma and I want to hear from you. We want you to join us in the Secret Mum Club. You're all welcome. You can share your secrets with us, respond to what we've been talking about, or just say, hello. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Secret Mum Pod, or you can email us, hello at secretmumpod.com. And we have an email here, Safina. I was about to say, it's that time of the day. This one says, hi, Safina and Emma. I'm new to your show and I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. You two have had me giggling. Regarding the itchy leg times... I had a similar experience when my eldest son, who was around seven or eight at the time, walked in on my husband and I having itchy legs. Oh no. He asked what we were doing and my husband just said, I'm cuddling mummy. Son is 23 now and he's never spoken about it again from Angie. I'm oh, not surprised. Angie. Do you know what? I've absolutely got real fear now of having itchy leg time. One, may <laughs> I just add that the other day, me and Chris had a day to ourselves, and somebody the amount of people that messaged me was like, oh, bit of afternoon oh. itchy legs because the, the children were out with my brother. And I was like, you dirty buggers. <laughs> Thinking I'm getting some... I'm not doing that in the afternoon. <laughs> bit of afternoon itchy legs. Afternoon delight. <laughs> but now I have absolute fear of when we do actually do that. Mm. I now just panic about the whole itchy leg situation. Like I've got this massive fear in my head about the itchy legs now. Because also your children are at the age where... They don't sleep. They don't sleep and they would know. Like I think in both the stories we've had... No! The kids have been like seven or eight. So that's Colby's age now. Yeah, but they, they, they don't know what... The, they what wouldn't know what was going on. No. But, but they would be Jesus like... Jesus fucking Christ, I was going to say no. this. They watch YouTube, but Jesus, that's <laughs> a bit far. I don't think... <laughs> but they would know something was going on. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to explain it to them. They'd be like, Mum and Daddy, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, they'll think you're play fighting, won't they? Yeah. They'll be like, woo, let's all join in! <laughs> woo! I think I'm cuddling Mummy is more believable than the original Itchy Legs, itchy which legs. was like scratching Mummy's legs. Yeah, I'm scratching. You know. I don't know, because Chris scratches my back. I'll <laughs> that scratch. That's not what you call it. I'll scratch your back if you scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor boy's traumatised though. Oh, but he, is he okay now though? Fifteen years later, he's still not talking about it. I wouldn't bring. He doesn't. I, I wouldn't bring. He's it never up again. spoken about it. He's never it. spoken about it since, and he's twenty-three now. Oh, oh Angie, have you tried to bring it up? I, I wouldn't bring she... it up again if it was my mum and dad. You wouldn't want to, would you? I don't know. Sometimes my mum like veers into that like territory of conversation, and I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, do you, are your parents still? Having, I think they are itchy yeah. legs. I think so. Are they? Yeah. Mine sleep in separate rooms. Me and Stefan sleep in separate rooms, but you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> She's at it all the time, guys. During the day, 
in the kitchen, on the stairs. All right, moving on. We've got another email here. It says, I've just listened to last week's episode. And although I'm not a mum yet, I desperately want to be one day. And now hitting my 30s has made this even more so. The reason I'm writing in is I can totally relate to Safina's issue in the bath. But slightly different. Oh. I went to Portugal with my partner in the spring. And being the big kids that we are, we went to a water park. Nice. Nice. Now, just a small backstory here. But me and my partner never talk about me pooing or farting or anything like that. My sister was in a relationship like that where they like didn't ever fart in front of each other for like decades. Wow. Are they, they're not still together? No. Wow. Did she, is she with somebody new now that farts? She no, farts. but I just don't know how you could keep it secret for that. I hope you self-combust. you yeah. got, you got to go. you, you got, got to go when you got to go. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, I don't know why. It's just a running joke that I don't poo. Anyway, we went on the biggest water slide we could find. And when I tell you it was terrifying, it was a vertical drop down into the water. I went first. And when I got to the end, as I stood in pure fear, I felt the sudden urge to go to number two. To the point where I thought, oh shit, this could happen right now, right here. I ran to the toilet telling him the water slide had made me need a wee from the fear. When I got there and sat down, you know, did the business, it wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> water had shot up my hole <laughs> and was desperate to come out. I've never been so shocked in all my life and I told my partner that it, <laughs> that it went up my other hole because I could never tell him it was actually my bum from Anonymous. <laughs> I've got such a dry mouth from laughing so hard. Oh my god. It was an anal douche. <laughs> this is like what happens to you in the bath, but the other hole. The I third was, hole. I'm not gonna lie, there was one point in the story that I was hoping that she shit herself on the flume. I know, I know that's really bad, but I would have absolutely been I would have helped out if I'd seen anything, you know? Because also I think getting oh. the excuse of getting out of the pool to go for a wee is bullshit because people piss in you the pool. You were just wee in the pool, yeah, right? No one's pool. getting out of the pool to but go for a But can you imagine wee? if you thought maybe it was just a trump? Because I get down with the trumpets quite regularly. And then you went for it. And I just gush of water <laughs> out of my bum. <laughs> So much water's gone up your bum hole that you wow. feel like you need a poo. That you're going to shit yourself. <laughs> I, would, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the toilet. That is some slide. That sounds disgusting, but I didn't mean it like that. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Wow. That was some slide. <laughs> and some bum hole. <laughs> yeah. The size of your bum hole. Wow. That is wrong. <laughs> One whopping bum hole. <laughs> I wonder if they're still together. <laughs> I hope so. Do let us know. When was this? Last week. In the week. spring. In the spring. <laughs> I really hope they are still together. I, yeah. I was going to say, I'm, it's not a dumpable offence, is it? Jet of water out of the butthole. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a lot of comments on the bath story that you told last week you actually had people reach out to emma thought i was actually crazy about yeah, this yeah well no i just story. i hadn't experienced it so i couldn't relate but no, a lot but of you did for for the minute split second you did look at me like whoa <laughs> gaping fanny hole and you did question you were like what i think i said cavernous vagina more than once yep but listen after it's the podcast tape. went out a lot of my friends got in touch and said Her actual real life friends yeah my real my real friends got real. in touch and said they have the same issue gaping vaginas and a lot of other people commented as well so someone else said Safina I'm exactly the same my husband refers to me as bucket fanny <gasps> it's nice <laughs> I'm also typing this on the bus so I hope no one sees 
three crying laughing emojis. Uh, mine decides to drain about an hour later when I'm least <gasps> expecting yes. it. Some sort, of <laughs> some sort of wizard sleeve magic <laughs> trick. <laughs> they don't call me Becky Bucket for nothing. <laughs> She's always a daddy. <laughs> That's the worst thing. I didn't touch on that as well. And a lot of people said this to me is also sometimes when I get out of the bath, it doesn't always drain. It's later down the line. Yeah. So I have to put knickers on at bedtime also for the discharge mm. because I also have a very dischargey fanny, which yours is Crumbs. dry. Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to put knickers on because I always think I don't want the water to drain out while I'm sleeping. You never and know when I'm, it's coming. I'm led in a pool. But it's even worse when you have a bath in the morning and then go out for the, the day, day because you're stood in a shop and you're like, I'm, I'm it's happening. I'm literally it's happening. <laughs> I'm pissing myself. I'm not. But the water is exiting stage left. <laughs> Off you go. Tra la 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 la. Someone else says, so thankful uh, for you making this normal. I have to drain before I leave. Yeah. Top tip. Um, and I can confirm this happens even after C-section, says someone else. I don't really know why this is fair for us. Don't we go through enough already? We do. Damn right. But it makes for funny stories. Yeah. Makes for good chat at dinner parties. It does. So you can get in touch with us on anything at all. Yeah, it can be serious or silly. You can be totally anonymous. Because between us, we've probably heard it all before. And remember, sharing is caring. We're, We're all in this together. And we you know that we there? are. Because I have to feel like sometimes I've got to go for it so that you can <laughs> stay with the vibe. Because normally you're like, We're all in this together. <laughs> and we in all that we are. All right, let's hit it. <laughs> We're all in this together and we know that we are, we're all stars and we see that. Each week we'll be sharing our secrets and yours. When we say our, this needs to be changed because it's actually only really me sharing my secrets. <laughs> and it's my name on the door <laughs> and it's my podcast. And, and I'm going to talk, talk over Emma <laughs> the whole time. Get used to it. <laughs> I feel like there should be an episode where you share a secret with us as to what you've done. No, okay. I'm a, as you mentioned, I'm a closed book. No, none of my, bring none of my next, secrets are Bring out. the heat next week. <laughs> <laughs> so share yours in the Secret Mum Club. Here's my secret of, of the, the week. week. Go on. Did you want to say that part? No. You sure? I was just trying to... I feel like I'm taking the, taking the stage. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a look in. Trying to get a word in edgeways. <laughs> <laughs> I did something so bad. What? Chris went to Ibiza. Didn't tell anybody oh. that, did I? Also, uh, didn't tell anybody on social media because I was so scared that someone was going to burgle me. Well, I knew he was going, but I don't think you've spoken about it on the podcast. No. How did it go? Oh, yeah, he had a great time. Yeah. It rained the whole time. It also was very much felt 35. Yeah. He was like, well, yeah. everyone's, yeah. everyone's really young. And they also went for the, the Radio 1 closing oh, party oh nice but because the weather was so shit in ibiza they moved it a week forward oh so they missed it oh they did, they did miss it but he had a great time away with the boys Good. and had a lovely time yeah the only thing is is everything got left to me because chris went and returned the day before colby's birthday oh so i had you know that four bits leading up yeah to like the birthday yeah like, I need to get the last-minute presents, yeah. wrapping paper. Yeah. You know, it's the, like the lead-up to Christmas. Yeah. You leave everything right till last minute. Yeah. I didn't get balloons. <laughs> I didn't get balloons. Is that... I'd done pretty much everything. Is that, a, like, a deal-breaker? It was. Do there need to be balloons? I had no fucking party for him. Yeah. I no had party, no balloons. <sighs> so I, I went and got him balloons... But I said to the children, I was like, come on, we need to get in the car really quick because we need to go and pick something up for your uncle. 
because he's away working at the moment and we need to go and get something for him. So I took the children to the card factory, got them to pick all these balloons, but I told Colby they weren't for him. <sighs> because of the guilt that he was picking his own balloons. So then when he saw them on the birthday morning. He went, bloody hell, Uncle Richie's friend <laughs> really loves the same stuff as me. He's got all the same balloons that I picked, Mum. I was like, oh, they look really childish what? as well. <laughs> he loves Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. A PlayStation controller, yeah. two footballs and a number seven. <laughs> Young at heart. <laughs> so I felt really bad about that and I cried. Oh. And I'd text Chris and I told him how angry I was at him that he'd gone yeah, away to you Ibiza. you could have done this if you weren't in fucking Ibiza. <laughs> but I, I, I did apologise to him because I was just oh. angry in that moment. You know when you've got so much to do, what yeah. we're trying to cram it all in, the school it's holidays, I was trying to keep the babies occupied. I was also trying to make it really exciting. And then I felt bad that I told Colby that they weren't his. That feels like tactical timing on Chris's part. Like... Did he have to be away think, at that time? I think it should that was that closing weekend, the Radio One closing weekend. Which was I would which say was pointless anyway. I would say that Chris probably felt way worse than I did. Did he? Yeah. And you made, I was, made him feel bad. I was frantic. On the but text. to be fair, no, I actually didn't. You didn't. I'm not really that one person because I always worry about And to be fair, like I feel like even if he was here, like you'd probably like in our relationship, I'd probably be doing it all anyway. Because yeah. I'm a control freak and I have to do everything myself. I do do it all, but it would just have been the fact that I would have just gone on and it would have been more of a surprise yeah. for him rather than... You could have sent him out to get the balloons. Or I would have gone and got them and he just watches the babies at home. Yeah, exactly. And then put them, yeah, yeah, put yeah. them away. Well, we had them in the end. Yeah. And it's not like... And he was back at, the problem was, is that there was a problem, a few, uh, some troubles with his flights. So basically the plan was that he was going to be home Sunday, which left me, by the time he got home, left me like an hour to pop out. So the birthday, like, his birthday was on Monday, right? His birthday was yeah. the Monday, yes. Yeah, so on the Sunday, Chris was meant to be coming back in. So he would have been home at like three o'clock. So I was like, oh, this is great. And then he texted me and was like, there's delays <sighs> at the airport. We're not getting that plane anymore. They're putting us on another plane. And then when he got back into, he no, he got back in. I think he flew into Bournemouth. I was going to say Heathrow, just for a flight to Ibiza. He flew into Bournemouth. So he's like, that's fine. I'm going to be home at like 10 past four. And I was like, no, all, all shops are shut. All shops. It's a Sunday. We'd had a pyjama Christopher. Day. We'd had a pyjama day as well. So I had to oh. not only get the babies dressed, but yeah, rush them out at 20 past three to go and get his own balloons Aww. but he said it was the best birthday of his life oh see i really think like maybe he wouldn't have been that upset because you'd probably put so much effort into other things that he wouldn't have been like he wouldn't have woken up and been like where's my goddamn we did balloons? lots of special things leading up yeah because i try to make it like a whole week event yeah. like i love being like oh, what's your birthday in five yeah. days like the countdown sure he would have loved it anyway i think he did but it's just you put a lot of pressure on yourself we do a, as a parent, as parents, you? Like, I've yeah. got to have this. I've got to have that. I've got to have the balloon arch. I've got to have. I'm the... just not the Instagram mum, you know. Yeah. I want to be. I strive to be. I'm not. Well, you literally are an Instagram mum. Oh, only to offload my share. <laughs> like I just talk absolute waffle. I want to just talk a load of crap. Don't but I? yeah, I know what you mean. Not yeah. like aesthetically. aesthetically like no. people that have this whole thing. No. Like yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, not into that. No. So yeah, that is my secret of the week. So oh, if anybody feels what like terrible they... mother. I know. No, not really. Still here to tell the tale, though. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a secret? I still loved it. No, I won't be sharing any secrets on this podcast. <laughs> She's got a gaping bum hole. <laughs> She's got a reputation to keep, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Secret Mum Club, the safe space for you to share your secrets. We've got three secrets from you we're going to be discussing this week. So Emma, hit us with number one, baby. All right, this is from Anonymous. It says, hi, Safina and Emma. Can we talk about unwanted babysitters? It's a hard subject, but why do you feel awkward saying no to people offering to babysit your child when you're just not wanting someone to have your baby yet or you're just not ready? I'm a first-time mum and I have grandparents assuming they're going to be taking care of my child when I go back to work. Please tell me there's a polite way to say, piss off. That's tricky. I would just say piss off. (laughs) Uh, I... Did I? Yes, I feel like I went through this. Obviously, nobody wants to babysit them when they get past a certain age. Oh, really? Like, this is a topic I feel like we we need to cover. Well, they want them when they're young and cute. Of course. And when does that come to an end? Um, I would say maybe two, two, oh, three. Wow, so my time's running two out. And three. Once they get a little bit... Um, you know terrible twos yeah a bit more challenging yeah a little bit more challenging a little bit more testing testing sleeping and stuff like that get a little bit more yeah into a little person rather than a baby Baby. yeah Yeah. because they just want cuddles with the baby the grandparents it's the same as that thing of when you have a brand new baby every fucker wants to come around your house and touch your baby i haven't seen you in seven years hun why do you want to come around and see my baby get your dirty hands off my baby yeah no and that's it once you've had the baby and everyone's seen it you don't talk to them until you have your next one i know did you find the offers of babysitting also dried up well were harder to come by when you had two children i don't think i ever really got the offer of a babysitter because Colby was so poorly I think because I was maybe a little bit cray 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 I was just really? when people like, like quite o- overprotective yeah, or, yeah really overprotective and I just wanted to do it all myself yeah. yeah um and I think where Colby was a little bit more hard work and a little bit more my mum used to say like do you want me to watch the baby and you you two can go out and I'd be like no I don't yeah. I didn't have a baby for someone else to watch them and I understand that we need the time and stuff like that but it's so you're so in the midst of this bubble, aren't you? Yeah. Of a brand new baby trying to one navigate your life, and then when they do get an early night and they go down at six, you want your time with your partner. Yeah, 
And you don't want to be out. Do you know what makes me laugh is when people are like, and they have the best of intentions, but they're like grandparents will often be like, we'll take the um, baby and like you and Stefan go back to bed or you go and get an hour's sleep. And I'm like, mate, no, I can't shut <laughs> off that quick. Once I'm up, I'm, I'm up. up. Like I've got yeah. a million and one things running through my brain. I can't just go upstairs and like have a nap for two hours. Yeah. I also, while the baby's still in the house, yeah. like he's downstairs, he knows I'm there. I fully agree. Like that's, that just, that's such a difficult one. Yeah. Or when the midwife will care, the, the caretaker. <laughs> Fucking hell. Health visitor. <laughs> Health visitor. <laughs> used to come around, they'd be like, don't forget to nap when the baby naps. Yes, yeah, that, really, that sounded really condescending. I didn't mean it to come across like that's no. how they talk. But they'd be like, sleep when the baby sleeps. So. And you'd be like, I can't. That's I've not got 30,000 loads of washing. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got ironing to do, washing up to do. Yeah. I mean, I didn't fucking do any of it. I just used to sit <laughs> on my arse all day and went for Chris to get home. But, you know, they didn't need to know that. <laughs> the intention was there. <laughs> no, it's hard, isn't it? I mean, I think. Yeah, without, you know, maybe saying piss off and upsetting the grandparents. I, I think if you do genuinely say, I don't feel ready for that yet. I'll let you know, I'll let when, you know I'm when I'm ready. Yeah. I actually think people would be fine with that. I don't know. I don't think some would. No? No. But then they're too pushy. I like, would say my mum, not it. that my mum ever got angry. My mum would be like, oh, come on. Yeah. Just let me, come on. Because I understand it's hard. We're their babies and they now want to nurture our babies. Yeah. And they've spent so long of their, and I always think about this because I always think there is so much of our, like now you present in Joseph's life. This is some, This is how my brain works, but I can't ever get my words out. <laughs> so you know how you are now in Joseph's life? Yeah. And you'll go through all of this and you've then going to go through, we're both going to go through the stages of our children getting partners yeah. and heartbreak and whatever else, jobs and interviews and driving and buying a house. We're going to go through all of this stage, but the moment they're up with us until they leave home, how much of our life have we devoted to them t tiny people and that's how our parents feel. So now we left the house because we're independent little butterflies and off we went like, fuck you guys. Why are you so fucking sad? Get over it. <laughs> and then they're just sat in this home like... I know, empty nesters. I'm which already was, dreading that. Which was me the other day when my brother took the children out for the day and everyone was like, go out and enjoy your day. And I was like, the silence is so fucking loud no, in my house. No, but at house. least you know they're coming back. Like when they go to like university or whatever, that's probably it. And it's so sad. Yeah. So sad. So I do understand like yeah. them wanting that whole baby bit back. Because and they're normally like so desperate for grandchildren. So desperate. That they just can't get enough. But I would just be really brutally just be honest. honest and just say, look, I'm just not ready for yeah. this. And sometimes being a little bit more stern is... You yeah, know, you'll get the message. Yeah, because it, it is something. And I think sometimes if you can just go, oh, no, not today. It sometimes gives a little bit of, um, what is it? Like false hope. Yeah, is it false hope? Yeah. I didn't want to say the wrong word. Yeah. But yeah, I would say maybe just say, look, I'm, it's just not something yeah, I want to do. I just and don't I, want to. Yeah, and just when I'm ready. You're perfectly entitled to say that you as well. You are perfectly entitled. Because also there's no point in someone coming over and watching the baby and you're forced into going on a day out that you don't even want to go do, on. do, yeah. You just be worrying about the baby the whole time. Because you'd rather just sit in your pants and eat popcorn <laughs> in front of the telly. You don't want someone exactly. taking the baby away. No. You just want to chill. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, yeah hopefully it. it all goes well. But please do let us know. Yeah. Hopefully that was good advice. <laughs> was that good advice? I feel like that was good advice. I feel advice. like, yeah. Right. Emma's just been for a number two, so she's <laughs> going to share it with us. I went for a wee. Thank you very much. All right, this says, I have two daughters, four months and almost three years old. We're struggling with potty training and I feel like ripping my hair out most days. Oh. Anyways, we were swimming at the beach a couple of weeks ago when my oldest came up to me. I told her we should try and go pee on the potty. And she turned to me and announced loudly in front of everyone on the beach, it's okay, mummy, I peed on the sand. I mean, at least she's not holding it and giving herself a UTI. That's true. That is true. I think that's not 
I don't think bad. that's bad. No, I don't think that's bad. I mean, at least it was on the sand, not just. But I guess what the, what the mummy is trying to say is like, I guess when she's at home and she'll just be like, are we on the carpet? Yeah, that's, yeah. I understand. Exactly. Yes, but maybe I totally get that. She knew that the sand was absorbent and it gets wet anyway and it was going to be fine. So potty training is a really hard one. Yeah, and how I, is that for you? I was very, 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 very lucky. I think I've, we've, have we not spoken about this before? I feel I like I, I was super lucky with Colby because obviously Dottie came along and he was like, nope, I'm not wearing nappies anymore. The baby oh, wears yeah. nappies. Yeah. So he was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Didn't, and he also didn't like the feel of the wet nappy on his willy. Mm, fair enough. I feel like it's weird, it's not weird, sorry. I feel like it's different for girls because it just goes to the bottom of the nappy, yeah. you know, where it goes down. Whereas boys, they wee out and it just sits at the front of the nappy. And when you take jo- take Joseph's nappy off, all their tummies all damp, isn't it? Yeah. Where it's, I always try and air him out. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's a little bit more uncomfortable. And Colby was really uncomfortable How with the soggy, na- soggy nappy. So he was really early, like two. That, just yeah, over two. That's really good. Yeah, was really, really early. And he just picked it up. Just picked it up. Winging it in the potty. And did it on his own. But also, again, I'm very much at home. We just take it off, like yeah. in the summer, because he was a summer baby as well. Nappy off in the garden, just go free. Because yeah. we'll figure out the toilet eventually. Yeah. Because when we're out, they know that they can't just wee in their clothes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was a case of just nappy off and just let it let it be at home. And yeah. I worried about the potty second. Yeah. But I also found like the potty created more drama for me because they then wouldn't go on the big toilet. It's quite also common to get stage fright yeah. with the potty, isn't it? Like I know a lot of... Because you just um, bung it in the middle of the lounge. Yeah. But that's not where you go for a wee. Well, and also it's weird for them, like they've always gone to the toilet in a nappy. Pee. And so for them to just go in a pot where then they can like see what's coming yeah. out, I think that freaks them out a it's little a bit. It's a little bit scary. It's quite common for babies to get constipated when they're potty training, isn't it? Because they, they kind of get scared and they yeah. hold it in. How was Dottie? Super easy because she just watched, she went to the toilet with Colby. So she just copied it. Also, she's so poo phobic. Like, she? she won't tell you that she's pooed. She's such a lady. Out the toilet, don't look at me, don't talk to me. She doesn't even want to talk to you that she's pooed. Wow. Doesn't even want to let you know that she's pooed. But she, with Dottie, I didn't potty at all. I just went straight toilet. Oh, okay. Because it gave Colby too much of a complex. So I used to get, again, we used to go out somewhere and he'd go, I can't, I can't go on the big toilet. I need to go on a potty. And I'd be like, no, no, no. So then obviously the big gaping toilet, he would panic and then just like do this weird hunch on the toilet because he didn't want to fall down the hole. Yeah. So with Dottie, I just didn't, I feel, I feel like potty is, potty just makes more work for yourself. So that's why you see a lot of like parents of toddlers out with the potty with them because if that's what they're used to, you've got to take it with you I just feel everywhere. like you create a rod for your own back in the nicest way possible, me, me yeah. personally. I just felt like it created a rod for your own back because then it also becomes too accessible for them to have a wee right there and then. Yeah. And you need to train them to hold their bladder which until then, they get to a toilet. Which then in turn is why they go dry through the night Yeah. because they've got a stronger bladder to hold it through. Did you have many accidents? No. You didn't? Colby has had maybe three in, I would say he's had them since he's been big. Like wow. he went into such a deep sleep, like when he was six, like last year, and he had a big wee. And then maybe twice before, Dots has never. Oh, she like might have actually had one or two, but no, nothing really. I feel like you've been really lucky there. Really lucky. Yeah. But you just got to do it and not 
sounds so fucking stupid and I know but you've got to do it without making a big deal about it yeah like once they've done the doo-doo on the toilet then we do pee-pee in the toilet or a poo-poo do you know yeah, and do yeah. a reward yeah but otherwise I just wouldn't make a big deal about it if they were like oh I need the toilet I'd be like oh okay then let's go find a toilet yeah so I'd be like don't forget to hold it and then I used to talk to them and be like do you know where we're going and they'd go oh yeah we're going to the toilet so to constantly remind them that we need to hold it because we're holding to go to yeah, the toilet. Yeah, yeah. So, have you heard about people that never use nappies? I heard about this. Yes, I on have. The radio. Heard. Literally from newborn, they start off no nappies on the baby. Yeah, and apparently they learn really quickly, quickly to hold it to not go yeah. like on the floor. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, it's. I mean, it sounds like your your little girl's nearly there. She's, do, she's doing great. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And again, as well, follow their lead because the more pressure you put on them, yeah. the more scary they find it. Yeah. So as much as you can make it as natural as possible, as soon as you're home, nappy off. Pretty knickers. That's what I bought. Dotty was pretty knickers, and Colby loved boxers right. to match dad. So I bought daddy ones and baby ones. Yeah. Chris had Peppa Pig <laughs> boxers for a while, but you know, <laughs> it's fine. suck it up. Um, but no, they loved they loved the idea of the pants. Yeah, and I that's I a think, good idea. I think that was really nice. And I used to used to for Dotty put music on in the bathroom. Oh, okay, to so get, she'd to put, get yeah to get to get her to go to enjoy it. So nice. yeah. But yeah, wheel on the sand, I'd do that now. And yeah, I'm I, I piss in the bath all the time. That's absolutely fine. I told Dottie to stop drinking my bath water the other day because I pissed in <laughs> it. I'll teach her for getting in my bath. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a nice one. I like that one. Yeah. So now we're going to roll into number three. Okay, this is the last secret. It says, while recently on our family holly bobs, Mr. Bloom from CBeebies was there. Who's Mr. Bloom from Who's Mr. Bloom? I'm so out of CBeebies. That's your, that's you. Yeah, that's we, I mean, we era. literally watch it like back to back <gasps> all oh, day. Oh, isn't Mr. Bloom the guy that does the gardening? The really nice guy with like the shaggy. I don't know who that is. Oh. I mean, if it was Mr. Tumble, hey. Anyway, it says, I used to have a crush on him. <laughs> you have a crush on Mr. Tumble? I know, oh no, this is the secret, not me. No, you have a crush on Mr. You no, like Mr. Bloom, I used to have a crush on him and I really oh. wanted a photo, but I didn't want to be the sad adult lining up. I asked my daughters and stepsons to come with me, but they didn't know who he was. In the end, I pleaded with my six-year-old daughter to come with me. She looks very confused in the photo and I was smiling like a Cheshire cat. No regrets, Tiff. That's Mr. Bloom. He's got the talking vegetables. Oh, yeah. He looks familiar. He is. He's very... Let me see. You had a crush... Hang on. You had a crush on Mr. Bloom? I think it's... it's... Mm. Yeah, I mean, each their own. <laughs> he's a very handsome chap. Each to their own. Mr. Yeah. Bloom. I think he's, he's his personality. He's very sweet. On CBBS. Oh, maybe that's and that might be a maybe that's what did it for Tiff. Might be a toupee. Might not actually be his hair. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like he's got a wig on. Look at that suspect P placing. <laughs> <laughs> that P is placed very suspect. Look, this is the perfect reason why you've got children, so that you can use them as an excuse to do the things that you really want to do. I think you just do what Tiff did, and you just force them to come with you. Six years old. She's not going to say no. She's not going to say no. Perfect. Just say, oh, they're famous on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd do. And Colby yeah. be like, yeah, all right, then I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> it's a YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. She'll think it's really cool. She'll yeah. Be like, all right, mum. Oh, God, I can't yeah. believe you know. You know the YouTubers. Yeah. I'm down with the kids. Go you, right. mum. This guy's a cool dude, so. He's also holding a basket of vegetables. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> what more could you want from a man? Oh, you got your picture, so. Yes. And Every, a lovely day out. Everyone's a winner. I was smiling like a Cheshire cat. Oh, God no. love her. <laughs> Go on, Tiff. She had a wild time, didn't she? If it was Andy and his dinosaurs from CBeebies, I'd be straight up there. Number one fangirl. I'd be up there getting a picture with Andy, for sure. Is it when he travels back in time? Yeah. Andy's dinosaur adventures. 
I mean, I, I, I miss these times. I just, I am um, always intrigued by like, who are these adults that get themselves a show on CBeebies that are like, he's a basically a man that's really into playing with dinosaur figures. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's your, that's really cool that that's your career. I would like, I do, do you know what? I used to watch the children's TV <laughs> and actually want to do it. You'd be really good at it, I feel like. Do you know how many people say that? And I don't think I would. Yeah, because you've got that energy. I would really like story time with Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. CBB's bedtime story. Can that's we get that really arranged nice. on the podcast? Any chance we could just get <laughs> Tom Hardy in for a mummy story time? <laughs> mummy and daddy. That would be lush, wouldn't it? Adam's looking at me like, yeah, we'll get that arranged. Put a call in. Put a call in with Tom Hardy's people. <laughs> Let's get him on. I mean, he's, he's done CBBs. We're pretty much up there with the BBC, aren't we? <laughs> We're pretty much up there with being iconic. Oh, so thanks for your secrets this week. They were good. Yeah, they were good. We ones, got we delved into that, didn't we, with the old um, potty training? <laughs> Sorry, I felt like I was very preachy on today. I'm actually a bit lost on this episode, <laughs> aren't I? I've got no fucking idea what the hell is going on. I've given a very in-depth conversation on how to potty train, but got fuck all clue of what I've done <laughs> with the week. So ask me something that happened in 1995. I'll be able to tell you that. But <laughs> As of yesterday, haven't a fucking clue. So thank you for everybody. Thank you for everybody <laughs> who listened. Thank you. If you listened and if you're still listening, thank you. Everyone, everyone is welcome here. Thank you. Everyone is welcome here in the Secret Mum Club. Yeah, if you'd like to share your secrets with us, you can. You can email us, hello at secretmumpod.com or we're Secret Mum Pod on TikTok and Instagram. We want to know all, all the details. All the details. And if you're enjoying the podcast, tell your friends and family and colleagues. And we'll see you next time on the Secret Mum Club. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.